the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 79, Different Strengths, One Message, The Power of Women in Dance. Five, six, seven, eight. Hi there and happy hot summer. Yes, it is scorching, <laughs> humid in Southern California right now. Welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. My name is Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance as they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I had the pleasure of attending a great performance this past weekend. It was opening night for Intrinsic Motivation by Mashup Contemporary Dance Company. And of course, I love attending performances. I learn so much. I get entertained. I get inspired. And so this was no different. And I'm so happy I got to go. And I recommend that if you are in the Southern California area, they have another set of shows coming up on July 23rd and 24th. And I've linked the information in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 078. Nine. So I highly recommend if you are a dance nerd like myself, and even if you're not, please go see the show and support the great arts and dance community. And I got the opportunity to talk with one of the artistic directors, Sarah Rodenhouse, and we talked about her partnership with the other artistic director, Victoria Brown and how their partnership works and their experience with funding this project, as well as the meaning behind the amazing movement of their work in Intrinsic Motivation. I really hope you enjoy this interview. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Sarah Rodenhouse, co-artistic director of Mashup Contemporary Dance Company, and you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I was recently at a wonderful dance performance, and of course, you know me being the dance nerd, I love dance performances, all genres, all styles all mediums. I just love it all, as you know. And I wanted to share a quote with you that I saw displayed at this venue. And it goes like this, quote, we wanted to start a conversation surrounding gender equality and how as females, there are often certain expectations of us that don't necessarily align with our intrinsic desires and how it is important to explore and truly understand who we genuinely are, end quote. And that is by Victoria Brown and Sarah Rodenhouse, the artistic directors of Mashup Contemporary Dance Company based in Los Angeles. And I was so happy I got to see this performance. I was moved and entertained. I loved the use of the props as they were complimentary. They didn't overpower the performance. I felt the intention and the passion. And I absolutely loved the thought and the research that went into this project. So I have Sarah with me today, who has extensive dance experience in performance, in choreography, in teaching. She's been all over the world both as a performer herself and then also touring with her company. And some of the notable artists that she has worked with are Jessica Simpson, Kylie Minogue, 
All-American Rejects, Plain White Tees, and Lady Gaga. So she is very accomplished in her own right. And um, I'm just, I'm so thrilled to be having this conversation. There's some interesting things I think that we're going to bring out from me watching this performance and then also learning about Sarah and her company. Sarah, are you ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go. Hello. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm, I'm so excited to have you. And I understand that you used Kickstarter to fund this project called Intrinsic Motivation. And what was that process like? Had you done a Kickstarter before? How did you guys decide to do it this way? And can you take us through the process, you know, highs and lows and that kind of thing that you want to share about that? Sure. Yeah, this was uh, the first time that we've ever used Kickstarter. Um, we've never used any kind of crowdfunding you know, platform before. Um, Victoria actually had, uh, taken a course that gave her some pointers on how to run, um, a successful Kickstarter. So luckily we had a little bit of a, an outline or a guideline on how best to, um, you know, start and, uh, go through the process. So it was definitely, you know, a struggle because it's, a, you, you always kind of feel bad, you know, asking people for money. But um, I think if you show them how passionate you are about something and that it's kind of going towards a bigger cause than just this show for us, it was really expressing that we were trying to become part of a movement and part of, you know, be a voice of uh, something that we really are, are passionate about, which is um, the discussion around gender equality and, uh, you know, female self-exploration and, you know, allowing women to really discover who we are rather than just falling into uh, traditional either gender roles or stereotypes or what have you. So I think that really helped us uh, get the message across that it was bigger than just this show. How did you and Victoria decide to work together? Had you been working together before um, when you were in the height of your dance career in terms of performing and touring and that kind of thing? Or how did you guys come together? How's your partnership? What makes it work? Um, so Victoria and I met actually, I want to say probably almost a decade ago. Uh, we were performing in a burlesque group together and we just totally hit it off as friends. And I think we both really respected each other as artists. And I think what really works with Victoria and myself is that we're so different. Uh, we are just, our aesthetics are different. The way we work is different. Um, but I think that it really complements each other very well. And I think that's what makes our shows more interesting and more versatile is because of the fact that we are so different. But uh, for some reason, it really just works. That's awesome. And I was just thinking that too, because I thought, you know, in a partnership, it does make a difference because someone has certain strengths and someone else has strengths in other areas. And it's just making that work. Now with your dancers, um, obviously, they're very technically proficient. They're beautiful. Um, I, I loved watching them. Each one of them brought something different, which I really enjoyed. What do you look for besides the athleticism, the technical ability? I know that intent and passion are very important, as I saw very obviously displayed in your work. If a dancer wants to develop that more, how do you get that out of them? The dancers that you have, did they already have that? Did you have to, to get it out of them? What, what would you say about that? Uh, well, as you kind of touched on, each dancer to us, uh, has their really their own unique voice. And I think that was a huge part of who we wanted to work with on this show 
because the whole idea was, you know, self-exploration and kind of discovering who we are so that we can better move towards, you know, a gender equal society. So uh, for us, it was really finding people who not only had their own unique voice, but weren't afraid to share it. So I think that was a, you know, a big draw for us. But we also, during the beginning of the season, gave each dancer uh, a worksheet. And it kind of was like a self-exploration journal. So we really allowed the girls to touch on a lot of different areas of, you know, exploring who they are outside of just the dance as well. So I think that helps them to really internalize um, and bring their performance to life. How do you work together in rehearsal in terms of putting the project together, any project, of course, for intrinsic motivation, but your other projects that you guys have done, did do the props come first? Does the choreography comes come first? Is each process different? How do you guys work together so that it flows? I think each process is, is different. And uh, I think, you know, now that Victoria and I have worked together for six plus years, we've kind of learned how the other one works. And we've kind of learned how to complement each other and uh, how to give each other enough space to really explore what we need to as individual artists before we even come together, you know, as um, a kind of a team. So I think um, for this show in particular, I think it kind of felt like very organic to me. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, what messages we wanted to get across. And we spent a lot of time researching by talking to other choreographers and uh, dance leaders in our industry, trying to kind of get an idea of how people felt about this whole topic and how we could explore it in a way that uh, not only was, you know, interesting, but also worked really well with our performing in our new space, which was, you know, really amazing for us because we have so much control over what we can do with that. So I think it all kind of evolved very gradually into what it what it became. I really liked the videos. I did watch the videos of the women that you interviewed. I loved the authenticity, how they expressed very freely about the subject matter. And I think that really helped. And I'm going to link those videos in the show notes as well as all the information about the show and uh, your links to your company. Now, is this subject matter something that was always near to your heart being a woman or has that just kind of developed because of your dance, your dance experience, your career? Is it something that you always felt strongly about that you wanted to express and explore further? I think, um, especially for me personally, I grew up with four brothers. So I kind of always had this, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I had to really, you know, fend for myself and stand (laughs) up for myself. And, uh, I, I always have been surrounded by, males. And, um, so I've really had to kind of, yeah, uh, I think explore who I was and show them that I wasn't afraid and I wasn't going to back down and that I had an opinion and that I was strong and smart and all of these things. And I think then when Victoria and I started mashup, we decided that we really wanted to work with all females and really show all facets of that and, and show that women dancers can be not only graceful and beautiful, but also very strong and uh, have the ability to tell stories in a really amazing way. So I think from, you know, kind of my upbringing and then moving into mashup with, you know, working with all of these amazing women that we've had the opportunity to work with over the past 
six years. Um, I think that's really what has driven me to be so passionate about, uh, you know, gender equality and celebrating the fact that women are, you know, very strong, powerful, smart, and not just delicate, soft, beautiful. I love the choreography because I felt that you displayed the strength of women, but without it being overly aggressive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I love the balance because you did show through the choreography, through the the media, through everything, through the props, that it was about strength, but not, I would say, like in your face, kind of, you know, that whole aggressive quality of mm-hmm. what some, maybe some women groups like to go for. And so that's what I loved about it, because you definitely showed the beauty in that, in the performance, and that I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Now, I'm going to switch over to another aspect of your your dance business, and that's um, Moved LA. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, recently, I started um, a, a little creative movement class called Moved LA. Um, and what really kind of spawned that idea was I have this group of girlfriends that I get coffee with every Thursday, and they all work in different fields and in different industries, you know, writers, uh, vintage clothing sellers, um, interior designers, you know, all of this kind of stuff. So I, I really connected with them on a creative level, but none of them really kind of understood why I was so passionate about dance because none of them really had any experience with it. So I really wanted to start something that I could share this passion of mine with all of my friends that are not dancers and that have never, you know, studied dance or taken a dance class before. So I really, really enjoy watching and uh, giving an opportunity to these people that are so creative and I I love seeing the joy of movement rather than them worrying about what it looks like. It's really focusing on how you feel when you move and dance. What kind of things inspire your choreography? I guess for me, I take a lot of inspiration out of like the music itself. Growing up, I, I didn't love doing choreography because I would get so nervous and I would tense up and I was afraid that I was going to forget it. So for me, just moving uh, intrinsically, um, <laughs> you know, Appropriate. exactly. Just following, uh, what felt good in my body, uh, is usually how I start to choreograph. And then I really try to visualize, you know, I've, I've been working a lot more on visualizing, especially when I'm using the props. Um, you know, what, how would this look cool and how would it get across the point that I'm trying to get across as well. Where do you run into challenges with choreography? What do you do when you you hit a roadblock? (laughs) Well, actually, I very recently definitely had to conquer um, a little bit of, you know, dancer or choreographer's block. And I what I found really helpful was actually meditating and using watercolors and painting. Those two things... um, really, it was the first time I'd actually tried watercolors was just, you know, a few months ago during this whole process. And I, um, I don't know, it's just tapping into a totally different creative side, um, kind of, I feel like unblocks a little bit more because you're using a totally different part of either your brain or your body or, you know, whatever. So I think for me, it's anything meditative like that and actually meditating itself has been helpful for me. 
If you were to go back and start Mashup again, are there any things that you would do differently or is there any advice you'd give for someone who wanted to start a dance company? Um, I would say be sure that it's something you really, really, really want to do and really try to find the best way that you can to, if, especially if it's a nonprofit, that which we are, which is, um, it's a struggle to, you know, get that status in the first place. Um, but really funding is just the, you know, it's the most difficult part. So I think that you really have to do your research and, uh, try to be, you know, prepared because we weren't really that prepared. We kind of just went into it and, uh, learned as we went. And, you know, there is a little bit of beauty in that trial and error, but I also do think that it's important to really you know, do as much research as you can and make sure it's something you really want to do because you're going to be spending a lot of time building it for sure. How did you go about choosing the board of directors? I think just kind of reached out to people that we felt were uh, A, dance enthusiasts uh, or art enthusiasts and B, people we trusted and C, which I think is really important, is people we like. (laughs) So that was, yeah, kind of a That was, I think, our criteria for that. And with the other people that are on your team, the other staff, how are you working with them? Do you guys have regular meetings? What has that that process been like? Well, we recently brought on an office manager slash bookkeeper as well as a program assistant uh, because we were awarded a grant uh, through the LA County Arts Commission. So that helped to fund the salary for our our office manager. Um, and usually we, we meet, you know, once a month and kind of go over what's going to be happening for the following month. It's been a really huge help to me as, you know, president of the company. I have had to wear many hats over the past, you know, six years. And so it's been really nice to have some help and to have people who are really passionate about what we're doing, uh, working with the company. So that's been really great. What plans do you have for the space that you guys just moved into? It's It was such a great space, I thought. I love the intimate setting of it with the performance. I thought the props worked well, like I said, for you know for your space. do you are you guys still developing that? Because I know you guys just moved in, right? Yes, we just moved in. There's still some construction that needs to be done. Um, the space is shared, so it's the back half has you know a couple of different production rooms and offices, so it'll be music recording as well as dance and film. So it's kind of a little one-stop shop for the creatives. But, um, you know, we, we hope to continue to do some really great intimate performances here in the future and, you know, obviously hold our rehearsals here. Um, so we're really excited about it because it's just, it's a great space. It's a great location. The neighborhood has really picked up. So we're really happy to be here. I'm looking forward to future performances after what I saw. (laughs) (laughs) to that. So I'm going to give you three questions I call the dancepreneuring quick step. You just have to answer what comes to mind first. Are you ready, Sarah? Sure, I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) So my first question, dance style you haven't tried but would like to and why? But with your experience, I'm sure you've tried everything, but I'd be interested in knowing. I haven't had a ton of experience with ballroom, like any kind of ballroom style dance. I haven't, I've tried, you know, salsa, but other than that, I haven't had much experience with it. So I'd love to try that at some point. Is it the partnering aspect? Yeah, just the partnering aspect. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, I agree. I Mm. definitely agree with that. Who is your favorite dancer and why? Oh my gosh, that's really (laughs) hard. (laughs) There's so many. It's like favorite male dancer, favorite female dancer, favorite trio, favorite duo, choreographer. There's so many, right? Yeah, it's so hard for me, but I feel like if you asked me when I was like four years old, I would have said Michael Jackson. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not surprised. That, I mean, he's, he was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How about, is there a choreographer you admire now? Uh, who would that, I'm curious, who would that be? You know, I feel like I get so much inspiration from so many different choreographers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in, like company work around the world, like Netherlands dance theater and uh like Batsheva and Kibbutz and, you know, all of these, you know, random dance. I love Wayne McGregor. So I love kind of looking internationally to be inspired uh, rather than just locally, because I feel like I've taken class and been so inspired from people locally, but lately I've really been interested in, you know, kind of spreading my wings a little bit and seeing what the world has to offer in, in, in the dance, you know, industry. Where has been uh, your favorite place to travel to, to dance? Oh my. Uh, well, I've been fortunate enough to take some dance classes, you know, around the world. I took, I took a contemporary class when I was in Thailand, in Bangkok. Um, I took a contemporary class in Cape Town, South Africa, um, I took a traditional Balinese dance class when I was in Bali. Um, so I really, I couldn't pick a favorite. I just feel like I love to explore and I love to try new things. And so I feel like I just eventually would like to continue to have those experiences anywhere that I can. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. What dance style currently describes your day and why? Oh, <laughs> For me, I guess it's really contemporary all day, every day, especially because I think contemporary can be so versatile. You know, you have your sad moments or you have your really hopeful moments or, you know, sometimes we're, especially with us, you know, we bring in kind of the musicality or the beats of hip hop as well. So I think the fact that it's kind of, it can be anything you want it to be, then that's probably what it would be for me <laughs> because I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> but you you have such a, you know, when I met you, you had such a calm, pleasant demeanor about you, even with, you know, it, I know you had a lot going on with pre- prepping for the show and all that, yeah. but I loved how calm you, it was just, it was great. Oh, it was thanks. so great to meet you. Yeah, you too. You too. Thank you. If people want to get tickets to Intrinsic Motivation, if they're in the LA area, the Southern California area, and also find out more about Mashup, where can they go? Uh, you can visit our website, mashupdance.com, and it's listed under shows. Uh, I believe the ticket link is right there. Or you can even go right to Eventbrite and search for Mashup Dance Intrinsic Motivation. And you guys are also on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and of course, Facebook, right? Yes, we're on all of that, all uh, as just Mashup Dance. Okay, great. I will definitely link all of those in the show notes. Sarah, it has been such a pleasure to have this conversation with you. I just, again, love the performance. I highly recommend those of you listening. If you're in the Southern California area, they are performing this weekend, July 23rd and 24th. 23rd and 24th, yeah. 20, yes, I wanted to make sure I got the dates That's right. <laughs> so please go see this performance. It is awesome. So Sarah, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. 
So if you're in the Southern California, Los Angeles area, I would highly recommend that you attend this show this weekend, July 23rd and 24th. And I would love to get your feedback if you do go and get to experience what I did. And I've linked all the information on Mashup Contemporary Dance Company in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 079. And if you found this podcast helpful, or if you've listened to any of the other sessions and found them helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either iTunes or Stitcher Radio. That way I can continue improving the podcast and give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.